Dennis and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shem 104.5. Horoscopes. Aries. Confidence, Aries. Your confidence is going to make you the center of attention today. As a result, this confidence may actually give you many well-deserved compliments from your colleagues. Taurus. Having your work undervalued can lead to problems and resentment. And so this week, you will not only get praise from your co-workers, but you're going to get your confidence back. Gemini. The events of your life are overwhelming you, and you're unsure of how to deal with them. Today's energies are here to help you do it in a healthy way. Cancer. To ensure the well-being of your family, you need to work on things. Make this a top priority by pausing everything else. It really is important to take some responsibilities at home. Leo. You're going to be better able to express yourself to your friends and family today. And the best product you've ever created will be a result of your creative side being in touch with you. Virgo. You're focusing much on your friendships and showing your friends how much you appreciate them. But it doesn't seem to be enough. You have to respect them and respect their space. Libra. The energy today will spice up your romantic life just a tad. You're both traveling in circles, and this is something that needs to be addressed. Do it today. Scorpio. You'll feel more relaxed and enjoy yourself this weekend. The rewards of socializing will be great for you. Sagittarius. Your private life is going to be questioned, and this will lead you to question your behavior. Let down your walls and make those improvements. Capricorn. It's too much of a hassle waiting for others to catch up with you, so decide to go out on your own. Why not? Having fun by yourself is more fun sometimes than having others with you. Aquarius. It might be that family issues crop up today, but to your surprise, everyone is turning to you for advice and guidance. You're doing something right, so remain strong and confident. Pisces. Take the day to focus on your overall health. If you feel a little stressed, do something that makes you feel good and relaxed. Today, make it crystal clear that you do need to take care of yourself. Enjoy your time. Those are your Monday morning horoscopes. Need to take a look? Uh, go to chum1045.com and click on the Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar page. Uh-huh. Okay, stop, turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. In the morning, morning. Chum 104.5. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Sure. Your person frequents restaurants. Well, um, okay. how, how, well, yeah, you do. You go to nice ones. Uh, how do you know if a restaurant is low quality? Do you have any things that you look at at a restaurant? And you listening to the show can answer this too. Okay. Do you ever look at a restaurant and say, I know this is going to be a low quality restaurant. What are the, the warning signs, red flags that you go into a really not so great restaurant? Well, if I look at their website yeah. and it looks a little sketchy, that will, that will tell me that. If the website doesn't look like it's it, polished, exactly, thought out. Yeah. Okay. If I'm in the restaurant... And it's new to me. I would go to the washroom first to check it out. Look at that. She got the first item on the list. Seriously? Yeah, I got a list right here. Okay. A chef has uh, shared uh, ways you can find out if a restaurant is low quality. First one in, dirty bathrooms. If the bathroom is not dirty, how are they keeping the rest of the place dirty? Exactly. Yeah, dirty bathrooms and dirty floors equal dirty kitchen. And by the way, don't sign off on those little pieces of paper that say that someone has cleaned it. I don't believe that. I don't believe me. (laughs) Don't even waste your time with that. It just got to look clean. What's another one? Um, If you can smell the seafood when you walk in, the fish is not fresh. Oh. Fresh fish is not really supposed to have a smell. That fishy smell you're smelling is the smell of fish going from fresh to unfresh. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. When you walk into the restaurant, if you aren't greeted by anybody or someone who doesn't give you eye contact, low, low quality restaurant, they're not training their staff properly. Or the people are ashamed to work there, but that's the only gig they can get. There it is. Okay. A huge menu 
is a sign that the food is frozen and that the ingredients aren't fresh. I never thought about that. Yes. The menu is small. That means it's a it's a, a mostly fresh curated. Food, curated that they're cooking every time. If it's a massive menu, they can't possibly keep all that food fresh. It's mostly frozen. There are books of menus at certain malls that are book after book. Like it's page after page after page. Yep. You know what I'm talking of about. Of course, of course. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Smaller menu means... Good point. Quality, more quality food. Yeah, yeah. Share some of the things you look at when you go to a restaurant to make sure that the restaurant is quality. You can text us 104536. Good morning. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. The Chum Morning Show. How can you tell if a, a restaurant is low quality? What are the red flags? I say it's the little things, literally. Like those little condiments, like yes. salt and pepper. Yes. Maybe a ketchup bottle or something. When you look at those little things, if they are grimy and dirty, low quality restaurant. Because a good restaurant is going to... He's going to take notice of the little things. Yeah. Right? You get look at the ketchup, and if it's like all the nasty, dried-up <laughs> ketchup from like three yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tread lightly on that menu. I mean, there's diners that have those on the table. Yeah, I mean. And, but, and then, let's just say that b- bottle's clean. Here's another one. Sure. Diluting the ketchup. <sighs> Don't you be diluting that ketchup. <sighs> they do that. Ask for ketchup packets anytime you go to a restaurant, guys. That's my advice to you today. Always ketchup packets, never why, bottle. Why do you say that? Because, because listen, I grew up in restaurants. When you, they, we go to the back of the house at the end of the night and we clean up all the silverware, you yeah, yeah. wipe out all the tables, you take those ketchup bottles uh-huh. and they refill them. Now, sounds pretty harmless. Think about the fact that the ketchup is never fully finished. It's always being refilled. Yeah. So there's a layer of ketchup at the bottom that's been there for like years. But. I will say that this form, the for, a former person that was on this show with me yeah. would collect every condiment that came, came in a packet. <laughs> and he couldn't get through them all. So when he went to go get a ketchup, it didn't look like ketchup. Ooh. So you don't know. You, there's it no looked ex- like soy sauce? Yeah. Ooh. There's no expiry date on those. So Ooh. just be careful of that. That's all. But yeah, I guess they would do that. They're not going to. They're just going to refill what they already have. A lot of things. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And also beware of the ketchup bottles that are not see-through. Yes. Yeah, you want to see through ketchup bottles so you can see. You mean don't do those. Good point. Yeah, the yeah, the, the red and the yellow that, ones. Like, yeah, they, they got yeah, those yeah, like yeah. ones that you can't. Right. They, it'll be just the color, just so you can see through it because you can't see how nasty it is in there. Oh, that's on purpose. Gross. Okay, that I'm just be my head forever. No, helping. I'm helping you guys out. <laughs> These are the restaurant tips and hacks. Okay, well, their stomachs are turning over there. <laughs> Sorry. When I, do, when I do go to a restaurant. That doesn't have those things on the table. Uh-huh. And I say, may I have some ketchup? After the eye roll, <laughs> they go get the dish, and they bring the ketchup to the exactly. table. Exactly. So like, but I know that that ketchup that is needs good. Ketchup. Uh, pardon me? They were probably like, we didn't serve you anything that needs ketchup. <laughs> so, yeah, you can work both ways, right? Uh, ma'am, right. caviar doesn't take ketchup. Yeah, that's right. Duh, like, thinking to myself, how old is this ketchup? Check it out. Every day. Marilyn Dennis and Jamal. In the morning. Chum 104.5. If you think from back in the day to now, one of the things that have changed road trips the most is the tech, really. I mean, yeah. in the car itself, there's so many different gadgets and uh, technological innovations that help make the road trip a little more fun, mm-hmm. more manageable, yeah. even a little easier. Let's talk about the apps that you can put on your phone or maybe on your tablet or whatever to make your road trip a little easier. On the phone right now, we have Amber Mack. Amber McCarthy, good morning. 
Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me. Oh, Thanks for, for sure. For hanging out with us again. Good to hear your voice again. Uh, so let's talk road trips. Yeah, okay. So you've got five of them that you want to share with us today. And one of the ones that you added had something to do about gas. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Marilyn. So first up, I wanted to talk about road trippers. So yeah. this is an app that will help you plan your road trip mm-hmm. so that you can decide, you know, point A to B to C. And what's cool about this is you can find points of interest along the way. But you're exactly right. You also need the Gas Buddy app, and this will help you to find the cheapest places where you can get gas, which I think everybody wants right now. I used to have Gas Buddy, so that it now still gives the best gas price, even though with, with all the spikes and stuff? Yeah, absolutely. It, it sure does. I mean, you may have to search a little bit, but I think for the average person, you know, even just saving a, a little bit will yeah. help them in the long run. So it's just one of those useful apps to have on your phone, and it's one of the most downloaded apps in the world. Back to road trippers for just one moment. The thing that really came to mind when you were describing that, you go to local diners to quirky roadside attractions, because that's what it's all about, right? It those really are fun. Is. Yeah, they're so fun. I mean, you can use the uh, Maps app on your phone, but what's cool about road trippers is that it will help you find those little kind of off-road adventures that you may want to go on. So I love this idea that it's focused on attractions, points of interest, and it allows you to map out your trip in a way where you'll be able to discover things that you typically wouldn't be able to find. Right on. What's Turo all about? T-U-R-O. Yeah, this is a pretty new one, and I've used this a few times. So if you want to go on a road trip, and maybe you don't have a car, or maybe you don't want to take your car, this allows you to get your dream car for a road trip. So basically, it's a car-sharing marketplace. The idea is that you are essentially renting other people's cars. And so this means if you want a Jeep or a convertible, whatever you want for your road trip, you're able to find it on Turo. So it uh, keeps it affordable, but again, allows you to have a little bit of fun on your adventure. If you go to L.A., you could have a convertible. Think Airbnb for cars. I like it. That's Very such cool. a good idea. Yeah. Pack point, love packing. No, I don't. It's the worst thing. But I I but <laughs> this this will assist you. Yeah, I love this. So this kind of automates packing for you. So the idea is that within PackPoint, you say where you're going, how long you're going for. It actually pulls in weather reports, guys, which is so cool. So that basically it will detect what the weather is going to be like and suggest what you should pack and create a list automatically that you just need to check off. And if you say you want to run on your trip or walk and all of those activities you want to do, it will start to add things that you will need on that trip. Oh, that's cool. Here's one one of my favorites, Jamar. It's called Flush. The app is called Flush. <laughs> okay, Flush. I guess it's uh, Very implicit on what this one does, but do explain. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. So uh, this is a good one because, you know, on road trips, we all want to be able to go to the uh, nearest washroom. And, uh, you know, we, we used to not be able to find that washroom, but now with Flush, the app, you're able to find a public restroom nearby that has ratings. There are more than 100,000 public mm-hmm. restrooms around the world within this app. It's super, super easy to use and allows you to avoid those, you know, uncomfortable fights on your road trip. Oh, yeah. There's so many of them. That's my biggest fear on road trips, not running out of gas. Is there a flush gold that, uh, like, <laughs> yeah, right. allows you, you know, the cleanest, the, yeah, the, the cleanest <laughs> yeah. restroom on the, on the uh, trip? If yeah, not. I mean, you can get the ratings, but you're, you're absolutely yeah. right. I mean, this is it's kind of like a necessity on your phone, I think, for everybody. Yeah. I think all the time, yeah. I'm glad you listed this next one because it's one I use all the time. And I think more people should get on this. Tell uh, tell everyone about hotel hotel tonight. 
Yeah, this is a fun one. It's been around for a bit. So it lets you get last-minute deals on really nice hotels that have great ratings. Uh, so if you're on the road and maybe you don't know where you're going to stop, you could actually use the app once you're pulled over and you could find a hotel uh, in your destination city. And what they're doing is they're basically offloading any inventory that they have that night. So you're getting a better deal. And the app, as you you know, if you use it, is just a beautifully designed app. So it makes it really simple. Oh, it's gorgeous. It looks it looks like a premium app. You look like you're getting ready to book a five-star. Okay. And sometimes they actually do have five stars on, on Hotel Tonight. Because they've got that extra inventory and you get the benefit of getting the big discount. Mm-hmm. That's but great. I think the key to Hotel Tonight is booking um, day before or even day of if you are adventurous and if you're inclined mm-hmm. to do so. Yeah, that's the way you work. Amber MacArthur, great apps for us, especially if we're traveling. Yeah, and it was great chatting with you guys. Hopefully people can use them and use them safely while you're pulled over. Okay, thank sweet, you so sweet, much. Sweet, sweet. Uh, maybe we'll tweet those apps for you so you can uh, take a look at them from at Chum1045. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. In the morning. Chum1045. What's on your mind? Well, morning? what's on my mind, it's going to be a hot, it's muggy, it's going to be another fantastic day. So on a hot day like this, do you have a cool drink? Yo, uh, listen, I'm, I'm a big fan of lemonade. Yeah. I love a nice cold lemonade. Uh, lots of ice? Limeade, too. Yeah. Lots of ice, like cold, yeah. like yeah, yeah. almost near freezing. I like a cold drink. Okay, I'm with you. Uh, he does like slushies all the time. But you yeah, right? You <laughs> order like a hot coffee and then a slushie on the side. You know what they say? What? You, <laughs> you know, that's your first blended food as you make your way into your... F- don't fool yourself. Still work. What are you trying to? Well, do what, what I want is this is what I want to say. <laughs> well, I know. I, I I eat like my granddaughter. Soft foods. You know, go to bed early and wear diapers. <laughs> That's. I mean, I'm on the same plane she's on. Stop. Um, but what I want to say to you is, you know, like I love I love stuff jammed with ice too. Yeah. Uh, but one thing I don't do, and I can't stand it when other people do, it, is chew their ice. Do you guys chew your ice? Yes. Bad. You know I do. When I, when I was Bad. in high school, it yeah. was a rumor, it was an urban legend that if you chew your ice, yeah. that you had like sexual, uh, what's the word? That you were sexually frustrated. That was the thing. If you chew your ice, you're sexually frustrated. Like, and no one was even doing it back then. I don't, <laughs> I don't do it obnoxiously. You're, you're probably going, what's that mean? You know how people are like, chewing? Yeah. I don't do that. I'm in ninth grade. Like, I don't want to seem sexually frustrated. Uh, I don't want to look frustrated. <laughs> I, haven't even, I, haven't even, I haven't come to my full potential yet. And already right, they're putting right. me down. What's, what's the deal with well, chewing ice? Chewing ice can lead to cracks to the tooth enamel. Okay. Uh, Fracture or break parts of the tooth that you might not even know about until later on in life. Damage fillings, crowns, braces, or veneers. So they say they, the the whole, you know, the dentistry, people want you to take care of your teeth, even though they'd love to see as much as they can. Kick the habit, kick the habit. So they say, for you, especially tomorrow, softer ice alternatives like blended drinks. Okay. If that's if that's what you want, if you want it really cold, softer I, ice alternative. I can't, I can't, nor do I want to chew ice. It's not one of my things. But on that thing about chewing, you know, having ice, lemon. You know, I know people that take that lemon wedge either at a yeah. bar or with your lemonade if you have real lemon in there, right? And they take the lemon and they bite the lemon because yes. it's so refreshing. Mm-hmm. But it also takes the enamel off your teeth. Did you guys know that? It's super. Yeah, acidic. it's so acidic. Yeah. So, I mean, enjoy your, your cool drink today. Just don't irritate me by chewing your ice and uh, don't go to the dentist when you don't need I to. Get, get up, get, get up. Get, get up, get, get up, baby. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Chum 104.5.
five. I want to read you the story and sure. tell me if you trust what this lady did. This is out of uh, Paris, France. A lady goes into an art exhibit, mm-hmm. and there's an art exhibit where the art piece is literally just a blue jacket hanging on a nail. So blue it's jacket. this blue jacket hanging on a nail, right. and this is the art. A 72-year-old woman walks in. And she's walking through the gallery, and she's she sees this this jacket and believes it's just a, a random jacket, just you know there. So she takes the jacket. She takes what she's stealing already. Okay, fine. And she heads home mm-hmm. and realizes that the jacket doesn't quite fit her, so she has the jacket tailored. This is an art installation. Uh yeah, it's an art installation. She takes the jacket in to a tailor uh-huh. and makes it for okay so how did they discover that she did all this well she actually That's comes crazy. back to this art gallery <laughs> in the jacket to you know to come see the, some more art no she did not and they happen to be doing an investigation at the gallery <laughs> and they and you know they're dusting for fingerprints they've got their inspector Clouseau magnifying yeah, glass yeah, yeah. Looking, and then she walks in and they're like that's the jacket she was on camera, you know, so they knew who who'd taken it, but they didn't realize. Returning you know, to the scene of the crime, but but she like going side. to, but she'd love to go to that uh, that place all the time. So yeah. there you go. So the cops get her, they uh, take her to the back, and they actually arrest her. But then they they let her off for uh, they say, listen, it's all good. We we're giving you a warning, but the jacket's ruined now. The jacket is ruined forever. I mean, they've it, changed it. The value of it is like. Sure, it's not. I didn't look. It's not. That's what I it's to not the artist's ori- original concept anymore. No. But you know, people who love art, and I, I'm not the most artsy person, but anything could be considered art. It's kind of hard, you know. Like someone just throw some paint on a on a canvas, and it's art. Really? Up, up, it's yeah. And I'm I'm looking at it. And I'm like, what is this? Yeah, yeah. I don't understand what they see that I don't see because I could probably do the same thing. However, a coat hanging up as an art installation because those are those very unique, uh, you know. Uh, showcases mm-hmm. she stole a coat yeah you know that, that you know that's so funny and what, she had a tailor that's even funny what does she look like the little old lady in a coat does she get to keep the coat no she oh come bag. on she had a tailor Marilyn dennis and jamar jump morning show if you are in the car with your significant other right now, one of you is the driver, the other is the passenger, and that is mostly because you can't stand the way the other person drives. And Marilyn, this is according to a recent study. Yes. This is not just opinion. Uh, look, yeah. Tell me what you think about these numbers. Okay. Um, there was a survey done in North America, 2,000 adults. Uh, 63% of people surveyed said they feel anxious about the way their partner drives. Do you feel... Do you fall into that 63%? Uh, uh, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. We both do. We both, if he was sitting here next to me, he'd go, yeah, yeah. I would say the same, yeah. I, I really yeah. don't like how she drives. And, well, it, it's... Uh, and I, she doesn't like how I drive. She doesn't either, right? I no. know, it's, it's mutual. And yet, you know, you picked her up for a date, you want to... Like, that was never an indicator. But I think once you get to know each other a little bit more, you... I don't know what it... What, why does that change? Why do we feel that way? I do. I think it's a control thing. You know, a oh. lot of times we all drive kind of like what our personality's like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas I try, I tend to. I, I'm. I've been told I drive aggressive. I don't really think that's the case, but whatever. Yeah. Um. But I think she doesn't drive assertive enough. I don't think she. 
often knows where she's going. I don't think she signals early enough when she's trying to change lanes that we end up like sitting, waiting to get into another lane longer than we need to. I'm like, go, move over. So I'd rather just take the wheel and drive myself. Right, right. Whereas she thinks I'm going too fast. She thinks that, uh, you know, I'm tailgating people, that I don't have enough stopping distance. I think I have great reflexes. So like, you know, when I stop and when I go, I I don't think I have any problem controlling the car. Yeah, I think it might be your car though. My car? Because when we're at a stop, because I've driven passenger seat in Jamar's car before, and when he... Oh, <laughs> boy, here it comes. Get ready. And then he pushes on the, the gas to go. It's like... Ooh. It's like, it's like a roller coaster. Like, is it like a, is it like, a, are you experiencing a, what could be a whiplash? Right. That's a strong word. <laughs> he does drive kind of hard. I mean. Okay, there you have it. I was like, are we on a roller coaster right now? One point for Team Monica. I don't think it's that bad. That's, is, that's is a, a sample coaster. size of two. I'd like to get one in the sample. Right. Um, we need to bring somebody else. Okay, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. Here, here's my thing. Here's my thing. I'm, I'm, I'll get you off the, pump the brakes on that one. Um, I do use imaginary brakes sometimes. Sometimes when my husband drives, I have to tell you that. And I think yes. he does that with me, too, because I see him got to react. Um, um, and I tell you, we just came back from that road trip from uh, Ohio. How was that? It was it was it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. Wait a second. It was who fine. Did, who it, did most of the driving? We, no, we have half and half because it's oh. my car and okay. I want to drive. And I have a new car. I'm happy okay. to announce. So you want to drive your Ooh, car? I want to drive my car and it has extra things where you can stay a little bit above the speed limit and it breaks when you need to, although you got to keep your hands on the wheel. So nice. that, that's been a saving grace a little bit. Mm. He doesn't think I take enough chances with the speed. But this is my thing. Like, sometimes it seems uh, like people are being a little too timid. It's like, you have to, I think, behind the wheel, people yeah. can sense when you're timid behind the wheel and that you're not sure what you're doing. There's a look of the car when it's kind of going new, new, new on the road. You don't yeah. want to be a new, new, new. You want to <laughs> look like you got control of the car. You I, I, mean? I, I feel that I, I do, but I want to ask you, what is the number? Throw throw this out, Jamar. Okay. Of the number of, uh, okay, so the speed limits, let's say 100 kilometers. How okay. above that do you go on the highway? If what is you your go, comfort zone to not get a ticket? If you go double the speed limit, um, it only matters if you get caught. <gasps> wow. I'm, jo- I'm completely joking. I was like, what did he just say? Yeah, there, no, no, his no. opinions are not reflected in the Trump morning show. <laughs> yeah, no, no. That was a joke. <laughs> All right, listen. And I'm going to sound really lame right now. Be I'm lame. still getting used to kilometers, so I'm not really... Okay, so let's say it's... Okay, I'll give you one. I'll give you one. Okay. 65 mile, uh, miles an hour. Okay. How if, far? If, how, how over would you go? If it's a U.S. 65... Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go maybe like 75, maybe a little under. See, I'll go 72. Okay. He would go 75. Okay. No, no. So t- tell me in kilometers. If it's a, if it's oh, 100 kilometer uh, Yeah, if it's 100 kilometers, I would drive 120. You go 120? Oh, on the highway? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, 120 Ooh, on the highway. No, not me. 120, like 130, 140. Does that sound crazy or what? No, it doesn't. Marilyn thinks you look crazy right now. Sometimes you don't realize that your car's going that fast. So I'll break a little bit. What about okay. cruise control? Okay, you know it's 100. Yeah. You put on cruise control. How far up? Oh, I've never used that option. <laughs> you don't use cruise control? I love cruise control. I love cruise control. Yeah, it's really good. All I right, really so do. Can we crowdsource this one, Marilyn? Do yeah, let's do that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, text uh, at 104536. If the speed limit mm-hmm. is 100, what is your average usually? Get up now. Wake up. Get up. Get up. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. The Chum Morning Show.
So we figured out that pretty much more than half of us, way more than half, so about 65% of us cannot stand the way our partner drives in the car. Right. That's, uh, a, that's we, a big percentage, don't you think? The actual anxiety uh-huh. because of that large percentage of people who don't want to drive with their uh, partners. That, I guess uh, we're all control freaks. Well, we are. I think some of us are. They, we are judging. I, it's funny when you're dating, you don't do that. But then when you get, we live together, get married, you go. I don't really like that. Um, but people feel a little bit like um, some people feel like you're not taking enough of a chance. Some people think you're being too careful. Mm-hmm. Some people you're being unsafe. You know, all sorts of combinations of, of feeling it. And I think you're right. It's about control. I let me drive the car, and yeah. uh, you can sit. And do it. The Jim and I always share uh, the driving, always, always. And so, yeah. you know, I just sometimes he has to hold his breath, and I do too. And I'm thinking he's not going to put me in, in harm's way, but he takes maybe a little bit more of a chance than I do. Well, um, outside of relationships, let's talk about family. The biggest conflicts I've ever had with my mother. I've said this before. <laughs> all been related uh, to us driving together. I... The biggest blow-ups we've had have been when <laughs> I'm driving and she just acts like a maniac in the passenger seat. I'm like she's like, critical of how you're driving. Yeah, and I'm just like, listen, I'm pulling this car over, yes, on the side of this highway, and you're taking the car now. We can't do this. Really? So That's that much, huh? That big. Like, we, we just don't, we don't, I don't drive us anymore. I just can't do it. Okay, let me tell you the story very quickly about the time my dad was following me up to the cottage. He was following oh. me up to the cottage in his car. Okay. He passed me. He said, you are so slow <laughs> but it was a little extra spin on that because i'm gonna i'm gonna show them i'm a responsible driver and that's what it, and he goes no you're too slow that's just a, like you're staying right on the speed limit that's not what they that's I, I just thought i'll tell you another story sure. my mother once got pulled over by a, a state trooper <laughs> who said ma'am is everything okay in the car she's like yeah why she's like you're going way too slow <laughs> this is a true story I believe um, it. I people believe are it. texting in right now, Marilyn. Yeah. Um, we said how many miles over the speed limit, assuming no police are watching us or, or listening to this show whatsoever. Um, everyone is admitting that we go about 20 kilometers over the speed limit. Say if the speed limit is 100 kilometers, we go about 120. This is this is a large amount of texters saying wow. about 120. Yeah, okay. because it's normal. I know it sounds wild to you, but it's... It sounds wild to me. Yeah, I mean, because kilometers are a little smaller than miles, so I, I get it. Yeah, get yeah. It. But yeah. I mean, Marilyn, do you think police would pull you over and give you a ticket for 120? Yes. Asking for a friend? Yes. Yeah? Oh, sure. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. I think there's so. All, you know, there's the, that it's urban not legend. The speed, where, you, you didn't hit the speed limit. You, you went over the speed limit. Over is over. Yeah, but you know those urban legends where they say, you know, the police will always give you a certain grace over the limit. Like, is that true? I don't know. Or? If you if you are uh, in the in the world of policing and you've pulled people over, what, what what's the deal? We can we'll call you anonymous. <laughs> Because I don't know. I don't know who. Did we did we hear that at a backyard barbecue? Oh, yeah, that's okay to do that that way. You know what I mean? Know. I don't and know if there's validity to that. Yeah. Yeah. I fully think the speed limits are rigged. I think the speed limits are set way too, way too low. Okay. Okay. I think they just set them so low because they know that people will naturally go over them and they can give us tickets. Well, I think people, if we raise them, they'll even go yeah. faster. And I think that's when it gets dangerous. That's how I feel about it. But I mm. will say that I don't like being pulled over ever. Yeah. And yeah. so it's like, it's like, I feel like I'm 12 again and I'm in trouble. Yeah. And so that's why I just, I don't, I'm, especially when I leave Toronto or go into Buffalo or whatever, I don't want to be pulled over. I don't want yeah. that feeling. So that's yeah. why I, you know, I don't need that extra thing. So anyway, it's interesting to hear that people are, are driving over the speed limit a little bit, you know, okay. more than I thought. 
more mm-hmm. than I thought. Much more. And you know what? I do think of my mom uh, who's up in heaven now going, hey, slow down. And pumping that dang brake. I just told her one day, is your right leg really tired? Because that's all you've been doing on this ride. Like, it's incredible. Mothers are something else. I wonder how Adam feels about how I deal with him. Let's not ask him. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto? What's trending? Let me know, let me know. It's Azalea Hart with you. When you hear the full song of Harry Styles, Adore You, be caller 25, and you could win a pair of tickets to a sold-out show on August 15th at Scotiabank Arena, but it has to be the full song. All right, so we are in into our third day of a heat warning for Toronto, the GTA, and Hamilton. The humidity is definitely sticking around, and it's going to feel pretty muggy and just plain hot all the way until tomorrow. So curly hair girls be prepared. Also, stay hydrated. Even if you're not thirsty, just drink the water. Now, if you're a really good napper, the mattress brand Casper is hiring for a position called Casper Sleepers, where you actually have to sleep for a living. So this is what the listing says. The ideal candidate should have an exceptional sleeping ability, a desire to sleep as much as possible, and of course, the ability to sleep through anything. So there is some actual work involved here though, but if you're a content creator already, this just comes second nature. So the job application is open until August 11th, and they're asking that you show off your sleep skills on TikTok. But, hey, you get to wear pajamas to work and you get a really flexible schedule. So I feel like this is just everyone's ideal job, I think. Now, I mentioned earlier that Drake's OVO Fest was this weekend on Saturday night and I was in attendance. But I hope you caught some of the concert that I posted on the Chum 1045 Instagram stories. But Drake also just secured his first ever Emmy nomination. So he joined the list of Emmy contenders in Outstanding Drama Series for his role as an executive producer on HBO's Euphoria. So there was a huge update this week um, and his name was added along with Selena Gomez as an executive producer on on Only Martyrs in the Building, and Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr for the Beatles get back in other categories. So the Emmys air on September 12th on CTV, so you can check it out there. Check it out. Every day when Marilyn Dennis and Jamal. In the morning. You know, we were talking yesterday about how to pack effectively, how to be a a better packer for vacations, according to flight attendants who does, you know, no one does it better than flight attendants because they've got plenty of practice. And we were thinking about that awkward moment and everyone's experiences where you get to the airport, (laughs) you get the check-in and you're overweight. Your bags are too heavy. And hopefully you've got another bag that you can kind of shift and redistribute the weight in. But it's that awkward moment where you have to open your suitcase at the at the at the gate, one hundred percent, where where you check in. Yeah, yeah. And everybody, yeah. all these people, <laughs> can see into your suitcase. Yeah, it's actually a very weird moment because, you know, I, whenever it happens to me, I'm open the suitcase. I'm like, all right, where did I put my underwear? <laughs> did I bring the nice ones? Or whatever else might be in your suitcase? Got us to thinking: Is there anybody listening that works at the airport? Whether you're at the check uh, the the check-in desk, whether you're part of the security team, because they have to go through that too, where yeah. you know stuff goes through the uh, the X-ray machine and they have to open a bag. Yeah. What is the weirdest thing you've seen in in someone's suitcase? When someone opens their suitcase, 
I mean, it's not too often that you get to see people's personal business. This is one of the most personal moments at the airport. You know what got me? Uh, uh, you know, I've seen that that kind of, oh, we got to switch bags. The one's too heavy. That I've seen that. Yeah. And it's usually a mom and a father and about three kids. Sure. And it's like, okay, we got to take that toy and put it in that suitcase. Yeah. But when I, I look at how they pack... I go, why would you not cover your shoes when they open up the, the, the suitcase and there's And here comes all the judgment and the shoes are just sitting on the dirt on the clean clothes. I know, I know, I know. So that that's that's my mindset. I know. Like if but I was a customs again, official, I'd say, Why did you cover those shoes up with a but bag? You would that's never that know that if they didn't have to open the bag though. I, I know, I know. I it's know. a it's a very personal thing. I think I'd be a very judgy customs official. I, I would think I would grade you on your packing more than what the content. I, I would think. <laughs> I would think. I would think most customs officials have seen everything. They've yeah, seen it all. We want to hear about it. Yeah. We do. I remember going on a flight to oh any any flight to the Caribbean is a, is a complete adventure. Yeah, you were saying some the food. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I remember uh, a person's bag was overweight, and they opened up the suitcase, and they had like literally a whole pressure cooker of cooked food. Food, like taped up. Like, where are you taking this? A, like, you, are you talking like like a Marilyn, kind of thing? A pressure cooker. <laughs> oh, wait. With <laughs> food cooked and it was taped up. Every no. Caribbean flight has so much food inside that. Like, yeah, it's like oh, we do the most. How do they get so illegal? I don't know. Okay, well, this yeah. is this is back before 9/11. Oh, okay. Like when things, oh, so you're things talking were, about after like that. like they open it, up oh they, they open up the suitcase. That's hysterical. And. The, the, the official look like picks up this pressure cooker and everyone starts busting out laughing in the line and then he just brings it over to the trash can opens up and just topples <gasps> over the food like no you can't bring this on the plane That's I would cry funny. it was so cringe it was so funny but it was so typical anyway uh <laughs> That's my weird one, and I'm sure there's weirder. Uh, you can text us at 104536. Tell us the weirdest thing you've seen in someone's bag as they were traveling and as the bag was open at one of those weird, um, I guess, personal moments at the yes. airport. Yeah. Everybody gets up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. The Chum Morning Show. I'll start an argument right now that someone texted it. Yeah. Food argument. Is a hot dog a sandwich or not? Yes. That's it. We just throwing off everyone's yeah, car ride. Yeah, yeah, it is a sandwich because there's two pieces of bread and meat. What, what's so so if the meat's rolled? So I why? think I think a hot dog is a sandwich. Yeah, but it's not like it's not a it's not a traditional sandwich. But like yeah. you know, in terms of what it comprises of, yeah, it's yeah. all the ingredients of a sandwich. Now let's talk about stay, staying with the hot dogs. Okay, uh, toppings. Uh, yeah, do you ketchup. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, mayo. No. No. Oh, all right. Wait, what? You put mayo on, the, on a hot dog? I'm like, sh I'm, uh, sure, why not? Mayonnaise? Yeah. Why? Because it's like a sandwich. Why not? Tell them because it's like a sandwich. Okay, like so, a this, sandwich. so this is it right here. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. These are the foods that cause arguments. I had no idea we were going to say something. Very like judgmental. What? I have you to reevaluate everything about. <laughs> okay, like say uh, something like that. When we're talking about hot dogs, and it goes viral too. It To me, it's relish, it's mustard, it's. Uh, uh, it's definitely ketchup. I mean, a lot of people are against that. Mayo, not so much. Although, I'm contradicting myself because you put mayo on a sandwich. But anyway, it's not my But thing. not a hot dog sandwich. Hot dog it's bologna. It's rolled up bologna. Hot dog is rolled up bologna. That's what yeah. it is. Sure. Yeah, I can't argue with that. Yeah, yeah. If you go to a street meat vendor, I'm pretty sure they have it lined up. Like, no way they have mayonnaise over there. Are you sure? I feel like, yeah. Really? Because mayo gets, goes bad fast. 
Oh. Oh. Yeah, but it's just like not hot dog stuff. Okay. Is it? Okay, I don't know. Let's no, no, no. Now you're throwing let's, me off. Let's go to the it, next one. Listen, it depends. It, it's city by city. I'll tell. I'll give everyone a public service announcement. Okay. As the guy that just moved here from Chicago. Right. I'm not from Chicago, but I just moved here from there. If you put ketchup on a hot dog, someone may walk up to you and kick it out of your hand. Right. Chicago. I heard about that. It's just like, it's not a thing there. It's it's all, it's all actually offensive to put ketchup on a Chicago and hot dog. And in Pittsburgh, at yeah. your, if, you're at the, if you're at Heinz Stadium, Heinz Stadium, you better believe you put Heinz ketchup up. Why wouldn't and you? you right? and, and, and mustard. That, that's it. So <laughs> that's, that's just Heinz. it. Okay, let's talk about ranch dressing, everybody. Ranch dressing. Oh, like, There's another like. food that causes arguments. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Do you, do you like it? Do you not like it? Uh, I, could it live, I, could, I, I could live without Is it. Is it nectar of the gods, as some people say? Some people who, Yeah, well, on social media, people seem to live for ranch. Yeah, like, it's I like know. It's the they greatest do. thing that's ever happened. I right. can live without it. See, I just bought ranch dressing after many, many, many years of not having it. I just bought it the other day. And I went, what am I doing? But I kind of miss it. Do you love I ranch know. dressing? I, I on have honest, honestly, on just on just veggies. On, on veggies, but on just um, lettuce. Just you know, okay. As, yeah, just mix it up with a little tomato. But honestly, I have not bought ranch dressing for eons. So I guess it's kind of a com- comfort food. Um, okay, let's talk about chili. Chili beans versus no beans. If you give me chili with no beans, I'm in. I'm in too. I'm not eating meat soup, so no chili at all for me. Yeah. Okay, I just fine. don't like chili. Like, the, the idea of chili is just very crazy <laughs> to me. Yeah. Like, I still have my teeth. I don't need my, my <laughs> meat Brian? ground. Yeah. None of it. I don't need, I don't want my meat ground up for me before I eat it. Like, I, I can eat it myself. I don't, don't like hamburger soup? Okay. I, I get you. I don't like Because it kind of looks like that. Um, on, on this list, because this is a U.S.-based list, but I kind of smile, hoagies. Um, hoagies are delicious. What's a hoagie? Um, a hoagie is a long sandwich, like a, a sub sandwich. Oh, okay. And it's got all these meats and cheeses on it, like provolone and everything, and then they do a vinegar, if they do it right, a vinegar and uh, oil on it. They don't really do that up here. They do it at, you know, you know, I like Jersey Mike's, but they do that like near Philadelphia, but it's it's the way to build them and do you put vinegar and do you put oil on them? That, to me, is a real and sandwich. It's another food that causes a fight because, okay. uh, yeah. you know, number one, not only the name of it, but how to do it. Right. You call it a hoagie there, here we'll call it a sub. Oh, right. In Toronto, if, yeah. if you say a sub, everyone knows what you're talking yeah. about. If you say hoagie, they don't know what they're talking about. No, no idea what you're talking about. In New York, you got to call it a hero. Anyway, we got more on the list. Do you have any on the list? Foods that cause fights? Pizza. Yeah. That's, that has to go on the list, but you tell us what food causes <laughs> fights watch, in watch your me. circle. Get, get, get up, 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 up. Wake up, Toronto. It's Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Come on. Get, get up, up, up. On Jum. We are talking about foods that automatically cause arguments the minute you mention them. May I enter a Caribbean dish into the chat? Oh, yeah. Sure. Okay. The minute you talk about curry. <laughs> it has to be curry goat. White rice or rice and peas? Oh. Okay, so we're talking Jamaican. Okay. Yeah. So. Come on. From what I know. Come on. Jamaican's like curry goat with rice and peas. No. What are you talking oh. about? White rice, man. What okay, good. Well, I would White rice. No. Connect with you. <laughs> but yeah, you it's do. white rice. We just moved further apart in the room. I like oh. to. I yeah, like it's to curry, white rice. Curry I like <laughs> Or roti. I like to weigh in. Being sure. in Barbados, uh, the station <laughs> went every year. Sure. I, 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 I say peas with rice. So delicious. No. Oh, no. Peas. Mm. No, that's wrong. Say rice. Rice and, pe- and peas. Rice, rice, rice and, and peas. peas. Yeah. See? See? Food <laughs> that causes 
those fights. If you say You're peas saying and, it wrong. If I walk into a restaurant, they go, would you like some peas and rice with that? I'm walking right out. Uh, yeah, because I always thought that was such a strange thing that Jamaicans would pair those two. Rice and but peas? you're saying it's not a thing. Yeah, rice and peas with curry. No, it's got to be white rice with your curry. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'm okay. with you. All right. Now, um, do we have somebody on the line that's got Yeah, another weirdo on the line who wants to side with us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, weirdo. What's your, is it Louise? Hey, hey Louise. Hey. Louise, hey. Louise, Louise talk, talk about your hot dog uh, preference. Okay, so I always put mayonnaise on my hot dog. Thank oh, you. Oh, you're on Team Azalea. Yes, and, and vendors do have mayo. They do, eh? Yeah, oh I knew it. Yeah. I wouldn't touch it with they a 10 foot pole. <laughs> I know. I know the hot dog itself is a is a is a risk, but then you got the mayo <laughs> with it. It's a huge <laughs> risk. <laughs> like I've already My colon is crying right now. No. Oh. Okay. So you okay. put you put mayo on your hot dog yeah, and the, sure. and what else? Um corn relish. Oh my Both God! Kill me now. <laughs> <laughs> Not great. See, I can't do corn relish. Uh, green relish, I can do. Keep going. Yeah, green relish is okay. It depends what what's available, I guess. But yeah, uh, yeah onions have to have onions. I haven't heard you say ketchup or mustard yet at all. No ketchup. Ketchup. Really? No. Oh, yeah. Wow. What about the bacon bits? No. Bacon bits on a on a hot dog. At the street vendors, yes. Like how many times do we want to kill this pig? (laughs) Like it's dead already. (laughs) Oh man. Okay. All right. Well, listen. Once again, we're just saying. Listen. Everyone's different. And these are the foods that cause fights, obviously. Yeah, for sure. All right. Definitely. Or or you make an opinion on somebody, right? Get, oh, I don't believe Yeah, right. Ooh, so, look, at, look at you. That is just weird. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Okay, Louise. appreciate that. Oh, man. I don't know. Tell me about the... the um, the, the discrepancy with the, the old-fashioned, the drink, the cocktail? Well, it's either bourbon or whiskey. I only had one once, <laughs> and I did it on the show, and yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not a bourbon or whiskey fan, but I guess if you're a connoisseur of old-fashioned, you want it done to, like, to the you know the, the point, and I guess there's controversy over that, so yeah. I don't know. I don't, do you know anything about that? I don't drink old-fashioned, yeah, so yeah. I wouldn't know, but it's old, uh, bourbon versus brandy or whiskey or whatever. But I would think it's whiskey, not old-fashioned. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Okay, here's another one that will divide the room right now. Seafood. With cheese or without cheese? No cheese. No on cheese. cheese, cheese, cheese. No. Yeah. No, 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 no. No cheese. Some people. I can't think. Well, Well, like a lobster mac and cheese? No. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. I guess so. I guess okay, so. Okay, okay. So, so when you get, in my mind, yes. when I get uh, a pasta dish with shrimp, yeah, and the, the somebody comes over and says, would you like some cheese on that? I go, I look at them like, no. No, because no, there's seafood I know that there's in there. pasta, but there's there's shrimp in there, and I, I don't want that. I know. It is a, it's okay. weird to think about seafood with cheese. Yeah. But there's certain little things, like she just mentioned. Well, so I was about to go rail on it, but then yeah. you're right. Yeah. A lobster mac and cheese. Lobster mac and cheese. Mm. Why does that work? I don't know. I think fish with cheese. Not necessarily all seafood, but fi- I don't. I can't think of what you would eat a fish and cheese with, well, right? Ronald McDonald's punching the air right now because that filet o fish. Oh, that does have that, cheese on that, doesn't cheese, it? right? I mean, also, I don't eat McDonald's. So. Uh, well, you know. Well. We all can't be Azalea with our mustard <laughs> and, our, and our mayo on our hot dogs. Mayo on hot dogs, though. <laughs> but no McDonald's, right? Okay. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto? What's trending? Let me know, let me know. 
first up, we got to give a huge happy birthday to Sean Mendez. He's celebrating his 24th birthday today. He had a pretty uh, amazing birthday weekend, actually. He spent it in Miami with The Weeknd and DJ K. Trinata. They went to a couple clubs, and he looked pretty happy. And, you know, we love that for him because he's, he wasn't happy, and that is why he canceled his tour to just kind of focus on his mental health. And um, so a lot of sources were saying that he was just living the dream out there in Miami this weekend. They hang out. They were hanging out in the DJ booth, and I don't know. I just love this for him. So happy birthday, Sean Mendez! Now Beyonce was also trending this weekend. She, of course, had tons of controversy surrounding her new album Renaissance. But this weekend, only good things were being said because she came out with a remix for "Break My Soul" with Madonna's Vogue. They're calling it the Queen's remix. <laughs> Lauren Hill, Roberta Flack, Tony, Janet, Tierra Wack, Missy, Diana, Grace Jones, Aretha, Anita, Grace Jones, Helen Polasha, De Adu, Jilly from Philly, I love you, boo. You know, one thing about Beyonce is that she will always show love to her fellow queens in the industry. So there she is shouting out all of, um, you know, a ton of black women in the music industry, including Lizzo, Kelly, Michelle, the other two members of Destiny's Child, of course, Alicia Keys, Missy Elliott. And I mean, you heard all those other names. Lizzo tweeted out in absolute disbelief and she was like, B word. Beyonce said my name. Bye. She was just on top of the world. Jill Scott said that she was crying. She was in tears. But I mean, it's Beyonce after all, right? And in the world of wild entertainment news, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson, they broke up. Initially, it was reported that they split because of their schedules, just being too busy and that they're both traveling all the time. At least, I mean, that's what Kris Jenner wants us to think. But now it's coming out that Kim ended the relationship because it was getting too serious. And I mean, Pete got how many tattoos? dedicated to Kim and her kids, but we also have to address how large of an age gap there is. Pete is 28 years old, Kim is 41, and producer Linnea, you mentioned off-air that Pete, you know, he just came out saying that he wants to be a dad. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure for Kim because, you know, she wasn't even trying to be in a relationship with him at first. It was just, she said she had the, she, what was the word that she used? BDE? you know, big energy from him. Yes. And she just really, you know, wanted to, you know, try it out. I don't know. Just have a good time. Just know? have a good time. She wasn't ready for anything serious, but they had a lot of chemistry. It just was what it was, and they jumped right into that relationship. So it just kind of happened, but now they're broken up. It is what it is. That is what's trending. Good morning. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. The Chum Morning Show. Jeez. Favorite cereal? No, I'm just laughing. It was just you know, just when you think you run out of ideas, there's another one that's come our way. <laughs> it's the cinnamon cr- crunch, cinnamon toast crunch, four ounce novelty cereal bowl candle. There's scented hey, candles. Hey, listen, don't don't knock it till you try it. Cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah. Have you, have you smelt that stuff lately? No. I don't want it. I mean, I know it sounds ridiculous. So good. Is it? I know know it sounds ridiculous. Someone listening to the show knows exactly what we're talking about. All right. Cinnamon Toast Crunch smells incredible. So I'm not surprised they make it into a candle. I'm sorry that I didn't know about this earlier (laughs) because I was at Target last week. I would have picked you up a Cocoa Puff one. (laughs) Um, I mean, they're not. Target's carrying all of them. 
But that's what other new, cereals? Well, let's uh, let's see. They said uh, General Mills, and uh, they're doing a, a a collab. What else do they have here? Let me look at these um, pictures here. So Cocoa Pops is one of them. Okay. Cinnamon to- oh, tricks. Tricks. Now, see, here's the thing. I'll tell you optically. Yeah. It's got the cereal on the candle. Okay. So it looks kind of fun, like Target, like like Trix is really colorful and fun. Do I want to smell it? I don't know. And Honey Nut Cheerios, very simple bottle, very simple. It's white. It's got like a, it looks like a little milk bottle, and it says okay. Honey Nut Cheerios on it. So you know, uh, okay, I'm, I'm with you guys. I mean, it's not that bad. Well, Trix is all colorful and very fruity flavors. Yes, right. So I would say that that one's going to just be a sweet smelling <laughs> candle. Yeah. Cocoa Puffs, it's chocolate. What, that's chocolate scented cinnamon yeah. toast. Everybody loves apple cinnamon candles. Honey nut Cheerios. Do, do honey nut Cheerios smell that much? I don't know. I, I played I plain Cheerios. Honey nut Cheerios. Yeah, they smell gross. I do remember when you open a box of cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah, it's really fragrant. Okay. I mean, you just smell all that cinnamon and that sugar sweetness. It's, yeah, it's it's pretty really nice. Wow. Well, all right. So there you go. There's another collaboration. You know what? I just, I have to be honest with you. I don't like any scented candle that smells like food at all. Yeah, I me don't. neither. Yeah, I, do, I just, it just gets... Oh, no, just, wait. I like fruity. You do? Yeah. Yeah. So but what do you I, like? I like, like... Musk? Musky? No, I don't like that either. Oh, Marilyn, what do you like? You don't like... Unscented <laughs> or, like, clean. Do you know? Like, like... Laundry. Like Laundry is good. Okay. Linen is good. Okay. What about you, Jamar? Okay. I'm boring vanilla. Okay. Vanilla. Vanilla. About that. That's all right. I read a survey where it said like 60% of men love vanilla candles. I fall into that. It's an aphrodisiac. Did you know that? Right. That's That's what I read. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, they're out there, all these cereal things. And I I, I have to tell you, the way that they're packaged is quite nice. And they're kind of, if you're looking for a gift for someone who has everything, Mm. perfect. Give them something they don't need. I, I, yeah, I'm just going to tell you, it, it something you know. back in the day, my friend Lisa, this is in the 70s, mm. got a Pepsi can with a candle in it, and it smelled like Pepsi. And oh, that's yeah. the first scented candle. Like caramelly? Yeah, something like that. Okay. And it smelled okay. So, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's this kind of thing is not going to go away. But it was all right. So I think maybe it's uh, an age-appropriate kind of gift, maybe. Okay. Is that what I'm saying? Like well, the, what do you think? Uh, like I, if I gave you a lucky charm. What age charm, do you want to put it on? <laughs> Twelve. <laughs> I think candles are always a good gift. You can have this <laughs> cereal candle in your kitchen when you're yeah. cooking. Okay. It's fun, guys. You guys the worst. Okay. I'm, I'm not the worst. I just... Please well. stop. <laughs> no more cereal scented candles. No more cereal scented All right. Candles. Okay. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. Chum 104.5. Podcast.